discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. He says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified in you. Benefit number three. Victory. The victory of the head is the victory of the body. The victory of the head is the victory of the body. Has Christ overcome Satan? Emphatically, yes. If Christ has overcome Satan, what is your business fighting Satan? I thought you were a member of the body of Christ. If you're a member of the body of Christ, which you are, even your body is a member of the body of Christ. Can you imagine? Even your body. First Corinthians chapter 6. Verse 15, it says, Knowing not that your bodies are the members of Christ, your bodies are the members of Christ. Members. It's the same word, members. Parts of Christ. Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them the members of an harlot? God forbid. So you, even your body is a member of Christ. That's very wild. Though. Oh, yeah. yeah. Every victory of the head is the victory of the body. Because the head cannot have victory without the body. And the body cannot have victory without the head. So the victory of the head is a victory of the body. What did Jesus do to Satan? Are you interested? Colossians chapter 2. Many verses. Wow. Inspired by Enyama. <laughs> Enyama. Who is Enyama? Hey, shall No harm can befall me. Be word based and nothing else. Beautiful. It's working. Michael. Alpha. I'm seeing if you are getting something to write. That's why I'm just checking. Joint airship. Beautiful. Romans chapter 8, verse 17. Colossians. Wow. Beautiful. Ask your neighbor, he's coming. Anybody, he's coming. Ask him, are you writing anything? You need, to, you need to highlight this one. The greatest one that child of God will have. Because it's a major point. Okay? Hey! <laughs> How far? You are shocked. Are you writing? You are writing. Colossians chapter 2, verse 15. Let's read a different version so that we can understand. If you have TPT, it will be nice. The anointing is real. Though. <laughs> okay. He says, Jesus canceled every legal violation we had on our record. Every legal what? Violation we had on our record. And the old arrest warrant that stood to indict us. He erased it all. Our sins. Our stained soul. He deleted all 
He deleted it all and they cannot be retrieved. I thought you'd be happy about some of the things the Bible is saying. Everything we once were in Adam has been replaced, has been placed onto his cross and nailed permanently. There's a public display of the cancellation. Public display of the cancellation. Wow. Next verse. Then, after all of that, then Jesus made the public spectacle of all the powers and principalities of darkness. All, not some. All. Not excluding the one in your village. All. But let's believe the word of God. Though. Including Antoanyama. <laughs> including Nogopo. Including Kofanoche. <laughs> Including who again? Togbe Charlie. Which one again? Eh? We're Kubun Sam. Oh, say all. All the powers and principalities of darkness, stripping away from them every weapon and all their spiritual authority and power to accuse us. And by the power of the cross, Jesus led them around as prisoners in a procession of triumph. He was not their prisoner. They were his. These are some of the things that you need to sit down. Then you think about it and think about it and think about it and think about it. And imagine all the demons, all the problems that are around that. It's like, oh, this one is because of this, is because of this. One. Just sit down, think about the word of God. Ah, you will come out and know that truly the victory of Jesus is truly your victory. Because you are one with him. His victory is our victory. His victory is our victory. His victory is our victory. He was not their prisoner. They were his prisoners. He made an open show of them. Triumphing in them. Yeah. Triumphant procession. When the Bible says that he led captivity captive. Let's read that one. Ephesians chapter 4. What are you showing us? You are showing us verse 16. I just quoted this. It's the same place. We, this is what we read in TPT. Okay. So go to Ephesians chapter, what did I say? Ephesians chapter what? 4. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 6. One God, one Father of all, who is above all. Verse 7. But unto every one of us is giving grace. Verse 8. Aha. Uh-huh. Wherefore he said, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto them. Let's read um, TPT, the Passion Translation. This is why he says he ascends into the heavenly heights, taking his many captured ones with him. Many what? Many captured ones with him. And gifts were given to men. Next verse 9. He ascended means that he returned to heaven after he had first descended from the heights of heaven, even descending as far as the lowest parts of the earth. Verse 10. The same one who descended is also the one who ascended above the heights of heaven in order to begin the restoration and fulfillment of all things. Now, what did he descend for? He descended so that you can beat them. There was a serious battle and Jesus beat them. We just showed it to you. He beat them and disarmed all of them. His victory. <laughs> Jesus had victory over sin. 
victory over death, victory over sicknesses, and victory over the pangs of death. <laughs> we were discussing, I was discussing something with Reverend George. You know, believers don't die, they are taken. There was a man of God um, who had a vision of heaven. When he went to heaven, he saw a man whose shirt was, I mean, in heaven, everybody's shirt is rolled down like this. But only he, his own was rolled up to his, his elbow level. You get it? And the person spoke to him and said to him to tell his loved one, but he didn't mention the person's name. So when you go tell my loved ones that I did not feel the pain, I was taken before the car crash because it was a major car crash and he died. Gruesome. His body was chopped into pieces, a lot of things. Then he told them to, because his loved ones were crying about what had happened, the pain he had gone through. Then he told him that he should go and tell them that, oh, he was taken before. But the man didn't know who he was talking about. And he also didn't ask. And he came back down to earth. So he was preaching. And as he was preaching in a, in a certain place, Gloria Copeland was there. It was actually Gloria Copeland's brother or so that had died that kind of death. You know. And as the man was preaching, the Spirit of God told him to say, talk about the vision. So he started talking about the vision he had. And this man that he saw, whose sleeves were rolled in heaven, rolled up to this point. Then Gloria said, ah, that's, that sounds like my brother. Because apparently his whole life on earth, if he wears, you can buy a brand new long sleeve shirt for him. He will never button his hair. Da. He'll buy, he'll, he'll roll it. It's, it has gone into heaven, I tell you. <laughs> yeah. So all those of you who like a certain type of dress, I'm sure when you go to heaven, it will be there. If you have a certain status, spiritual status with God. Yeah. And then, Gloria Copeland said, ah, it's my brother. They said, dude, amazing. God told me to share it. I didn't know it was your brother, blah, 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 blah. They got to know. Then he told her the, what the guy said, that he was taken. There's something called the pangs or the sting of death. There's a pain of death that is taken away from a believer, for a believer. Do you understand? Yes. That is why if you, I don't know if you've worked in a hospital before. Those of you who have worked in hospitals, have you ever seen someone dying? As in, um, so, uh, 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 what's the other? Uh, Sophie, have you seen someone dying before? Is there a difference between those who are Christians and those who are not Christians? Have you seen? Do you see any differences? I mean, when some of these guys who don't know Jesus are dying, you should see. Ah! It's coming! Hey! It's not easy! Have you seen some people? Media. <laughs> Three. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen some people? Okay. They can't hear you. 
I can't hear. Cry, you're talking to this book. So the transition is just like a, a thin line. You can literally see life leaving the person's body. And for some people, they are ready. Most of the time, people who are really believers are ready. They know it's time and they are not so worried. People who are not ready, people who are unbelievers have a lot of doubts. Some have a lot of questions. Some have a lot of regrets. Some people, even us at that time, they are so confused. So it's a, it's, it's a whole mess for them. They it's can't figure it out. They don't know what's going on. And worst part is when they start having not, some I don't, I don't know if I said hallucinations. Yeah. Because they are the only people who see what they see. Are you, are you a hospital person? So and they come, start... Come, come and tell us. I mean, are you a hospital they person? They start telling you about... Yeah, yeah. Things that you don't even know about. And people... What are you talking about? Who is the doctor Nat? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they start telling you about people who have passed on and they're meeting people who have already passed on, like people they know who are dead, and those people are around them. Yeah. Some of them, they know that some of those people are bad people, and yeah. they are the people they who are, the people are, are around coming for them. them. Yes, yeah, so hmm. it's scary. I some tell of, you. Sometimes you'll be dead, and the person will start shouting. You go to the person's bedside, and... The person will shout. There. What do you mean by gash out? The person will the shout. Person start shouting. Yeah. They are coming for me. I don't want to go. Yeah. But there's nobody around, and you're like, ah, what's going on? And you can see a lot of fear on their faces. Charlie, this crystal, crystal, crystal something is very important. You think it's not there. You'll be shocked. Say, say something. Okay, thank you, Pastor. So yeah. there was one I witnessed, an elderly man around 75. Okay. And then um, he was in church, and he was asking a question. Yeah. I think the leaders were so that since he's old, should he still be invited to the board to help the board or something like that? So yeah. all of a sudden, he just went off. But when he came, he was just breathing and everything. He said, oh, everything is fine. Everything is okay. Mm. But within some couple of minutes, he just went off. That yeah. was all. But the died. family were okay. They were yeah. not crying. They mm-hmm. were nothing of that sort. Yeah. And there was also another Muslim woman. Yeah. I think Especially the, the, the Muslims. <laughs> I think. It's not easy to... Continue. So that day was a hypertensive clinic. Yeah. So all the old age, they were all lined up, sitting down, waiting for their turns to be called in. Mm. So they, they were, the woman was just rushing, screaming, mm. shouting, like panting upon mm. all oxygen, everything. Mm. Like several interventions that were, were made. She mm. was just shouting, oh, I'm, I don't know where I'm going. Like, it was so distressful. Wow. Then all of a sudden, she just went. Yeah. She just went. She just went. It's called the sting of death. The pain. Yeah. Hmm. The thing Jesus has dealt with there, the victories that Jesus has won, you have no idea. The things that Jesus has done for us. Hmm. You'll be sure that when you get to heaven and you meet your loved ones, maybe a person went by a car crash, by, by something, plane crash, something. And you meet them and tell you, oh, I was not in the plane. I was taken from the plane before the plane crashed. I went the plane was crashing. I was outside the plane. I was looking at it. Person is gone long time. Long time, long time, yeah, yeah. But those who are not unbelievers, those who are those who are unbelievers, they witness it live. They are there. I tell you, that's what we must preach the gospel, of. because they don't have to die like that. They don't have to go out like that. Do you see? 
Yeah. Jesus has won the victory. Hallelujah. You have won the victory. Hallelujah. Oh, you have won it all for me. Death could not hold you down. You are the Seated in majesty, you are the risen king. Nero, Emperor Nero, would let them torture the Christians, beat them, do all kinds of things to them. And would want to see their faces when they are dying. To see. There's no record of even a single person crying. They were all smiling and laughing. As they were dying. Yeah. He saw smiley faces. Smiley faces. It's, it's in history. And he was shocked. Ah, what's this? Because there's a victory that our Lord has chopped. That affects us. You'll be shocked at the strength you have. All these people who are behind there for Christ, all those things, sometimes they think they were, they were <laughs> shocked. That when it comes to you, and that something like that is coming to your life, the strength you will have to go through that, you'll be shocked. Why? Because of the oneness we have with Christ. Victory over death. Victory over sickness. Victory over weakness. Victory over troubled times. Victory over every single thing. Whatsoever is born of God overcometh this world. Yes. Whatsoever is born of God overcometh this world. You'll be shocked. A friend of mine who's, who, who he, got, he was married for six years. He spent only three months with his wife. Healthy. His wife fell ill after three months. And was ill till the day she died. Six years later. He said, I was shocked at the strength that I had to take care of my wife. At the strength I had to stay by her. And go through with her. And not go and look for another woman. Upon many counsels from many people to leave my wife and whatever. I was there throughout. Through thick and thin to the end. And I was shocked at myself. As he was saying, I said, it's the power of the Holy Ghost. It's the victory of Jesus Christ over problems, over challenges, over troubled waters. He's called Jesus, the bridge over troubled waters. Yeah, there may be troubled waters, but you see that you're just floating over the troubled waters. Why? Because of the victory that we have in him. His victory is our victory. In the midst, the Bible says that before Pontius Pilate, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ witnessed a good profession. Yeah, he was not afraid. He was not, he marched towards death without any fear. That's the kind of victory. He won the victory over death. He won the victory over Satan. He won the victory over sickness. He won the victory over weakness. He won the victory over failure. So that we can have that kind of victory in our lives. Yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. What a blessing. And to know what is the exceeding greatness of his power. Which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead. There's a power that, you see, resurrection power is what has been placed inside you now. 
victorious power is what has been placed in you now. That same power that he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand far above all principalities, all powers, all thrones, all dominions, and every name that is named, not only in this world, but in the world that is to come. Brothers and sisters, we have victory over all things. We have overcome all things. We have overcome all things. Yes, we have overcome all things. The Bible says that we are more than conquerors. Nay, in all these things. Nay, in all these things. Nay, in all these things. We more than conquer. We are more than... Show me that verse. Romans chapter 8. Verse 36. Look at verse 36. As it is written, for thy sake, we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. And they were not afraid. What we have believed in is very high. It's not bread and butter. It's not, oh, um, believe in Jesus Christ and everything will be sorted out. That's there. But there's a victory that we have eh, that no matter the problem, no matter, Christianity is not in life without pro- many problems. But you know you have the victory. You know you have victory. There's a confidence assurance in you that you have victory. I have victory. Why? Because my Jesus won the victory. Jesus won the victory. For thy sake, we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Verse 37. Nay, nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. In all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. When he conquered, it was our conquering. Yes. The Lamb of God has conquered. Let us follow him. Let us follow him. Oh yes, let us follow him. His victory is our victory. His glory is our glory. His power is our power. We are men who do not fear anything. Yeah, because we have victory. Victory on every side. Victory on every side. That is why it says, count it all joy. When you go to diverse tests. Why? I know the last show. I know how it ends. It ends with me on top. It ends with me on top. I am more than a conqueror. Nay, in all these things, we more than conquer. In all these things, in all the challenges of life, in all the winds of life, we saw an eagle's wings. We are those who walk on water. We are those who walk on the waves, on the waves, on the boisterous winds. At the word of our Lord, we start walking on the waves, not bothered, not moved, not moved. I'm not afraid of what man can do to me. He has said so that we may boldly say, Ah, manegada, follow Rodo Shegedebe. Mazona Kadabayada. Melegede Hadaba. Oh, hallelujah. Let me show you a verse. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. His victory. It's my victory. Yeah. Count it all joy. We are not moved. I'm not moved by what I see. Hallelujah. You will see some things, oh. You will see some things. But don't be moved. You are not moved. Why? Because you know the victory of Jesus Christ. His victory is your victory. The power that raised him from the dead. That death conquering power is inside you. Yeah. When the problems hit you, they will dissolve. Their, their, their end is dissolution. Yeah. 
work. So no matter, maybe there are some problems around you. Listen, there are always problems. Remember, always remember what is inside. I've got something inside. There's a power inside. There's a death conquering power inside. There's a resurrection power inside. Yeah. There's a resurrection power inside. Now thanks be unto God. Which always. Always. God always. Not sometimes. Always. Always. No matter how long it takes. Always. No matter how long it takes. Always. He always causes us. Do I have some believers in the church? Now thanks be unto God. We are not a group of people who do not have problems coming. Problems come. They come. The winds will come. The storms will come. But when the storms are coming, you are laughing. Why? Because you have the power to walk on the storms. The storms are for your upward and forward movements. They are not to drown you. It says, though you go through the waters, you shall not be drowned. Though you go through the fire, you shall not be burnt. The fire will come. The waters will come. The fire will come. The waters will come. But it shall not drown you. Your past cannot drown you. Your childhood cannot drown you. All the problems cannot drown you. No, 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 no. There's a death conquering power inside. His victory is my victory. Now thanks be unto God. Which always causes us to triumph in Christ. In Christ we always have triumph. In Christ we always have victory. Yeah, victory on every side. And make it manifest the savor of his knowledge by us in every place. We will never go down. I 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 keep going higher and higher and higher and higher and higher. That is my life. Because I'm one of Jesus. I'm one of Jesus. I'm a member of the body of Christ. In my body, in my soul, in my spirit, I'm one with him. That same power that raised Jesus up from the dead is working in me that dead conquering power that grave conquering power that power that came out of the grave that same power is working in me the mighty working power of God is working in me no sickness out of hell can touch me there's no there's no failure greater than Jesus' power there's the power inside mana coca seneblega tango siniblaco shigalabaya nego sanamande mendele baraba now thanks be unto God which always, always, not sometimes, always, I have victory all the days of my life. I don't care what I see. I don't care what I feel. I don't care what is around me. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are unseen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. They are eternal. Yagado Hose, Felagadaba, watch out what I'm coming. No matter the, the, the things the devil throws at me. I'm coming. I'm coming. With the power of God. With the victory of Christ. The victory of Christ is my victory. Nay, in all these things. In all these things. We more than conquer. We more than conquer. I'm more than a conqueror. 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 Give the Lord a shout. Hallelujah. There's more. I don't know if you're interested. There's more. Tell me about there's more. There's more. His victory is my victory. Yeah. I'll never be sad again in my life. Because I have joy in my spirit. He says, rejoice evermore. 
rejoice evermore. And again, I say rejoice. Listen, troubles. If you are waiting for troubles to vanish before you are happy, you are going to be in trouble. You'll never be happy. Because as for the troubles, they are always there. Yeah. But there's victory inside. The day you see the victory, you see that the trouble is nothing. The challenge is nothing. Oh, yeah. The anointing actually attracts problems so that it can beat the problems. Victory must be tested. Do you understand? The devil always tries to test to see what is going on. That is why in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10, he says, Be strong in the Lord. Eh? Find my bedroom. Be strong in the Lord. And be strong in the power of his might. Be strong in the boundless power of his boundless might. Be strong in it. Don't be moved. Why? You have victory. The people who are coming against you, they are armless. We have beaten them. Our foot is on their neck. Oh, yeah. You know what the Bible says? The Bible says that Jesus has conquered and is sitting down waiting. He's waiting for his enemies to be made his footstool. He's sitting to make sure the smallest member of the body of Christ gets to understand what I'm saying today. That the devil is under your feet. When you hear demon, when you hear, hey, this one is demonical, be happy because it's the easiest thing on earth. When you hear, hey, that thing is demonical, don't, don't become like, hey, we have to be careful. When you hear it's demonic, be happy because you can stretch your hand and enforce the victory of Jesus Christ and tell them, my friend, get out. He says, those who believe in my name shall they cast out devils. Yeah, he's talking about using his authority, using his victory, displaying his victory. Yeah, every member of Christ must understand that Jesus' victory is our victory. Oh yes, his victory. His victory is our victory. His victory is my victory. I will not fail. I will not go down. Yeah, it's going to be a long fight. If the devil thinks he can just play around with me, it's going to be a long fight. He's in for a big, he's in for a big trouble. Yeah, you'll be shocked. Tell the devil, devil, you'll be shocked that I will not pray about you. Yeah. One man of God saw, I think it was a, where goes with where goes what was asleep. And then he heard, he was in the bedroom and then he heard some noise, some chairs pushing around, noise in the hall. When he came out, he saw the grandmaster himself. He saw Satan himself manifest in flesh in his hall, moving chairs and all of that for attention. And then when he saw him, he said, I thought it was someone important. And then he went back to bed. Why? He knows that he knows that he knows that this guy is a beaten foe. He said, defeated foe. Eh? He said, defeated foe who doesn't know what to do with himself. Moving up and down, <laughs> looking for whom he may devour. You see, if he were a lion, he will not be roaring as a lion. Eh? The Bible says that, look, uh, first, first Peter chapter 5, he says that, uh, first Peter chapter 5, uh, this is verse 8. Be sober, be vigilant, because you are virtue the devil. As a roaring lion, he's not a lion. You see, you see, a lion does not roar against its prey. A lion goes in stealth mode to catch its prey. This is a, this is a, an incorrect lion. He's trying to roar so that he can put fear in you. When it's coming, you tell him, I know who I am, brother. He's not, he's not even your brother. I know who, I know who I am. 
nonsense guy. As a roaring lion. You don't roar against your prey. Just, he's just putting fear. That's what the devil does. That's why he will display. You see that when, when something, hey, something's going and then the doctors will say, oh, when this thing is happening, the symptoms is rashes. And then you see that rashes will just appear on your body. Hey. Does it mean that the cancer has come? No. Why well, we look not at the things which are, which are seen? Stop looking at that. Don't look at that. Don't look at that. It can be something for any other thing. Any other thing. Don't be moved. I'm not moved. It can be cold weather. Don't move. Don't be moved. We have his victory. His victory is my victory. Are you seeing what I'm talking about? Yeah. We are seated. Seated. Seated in a position of victory. In a position of rulership. We are seated. The next benefit is authority. Yeah, authority. Yes. We are seated with him in heavenly places. We are blessed though. See how blessed we are. See why we should never be sad in our lives. Why we should never be complaining and saying things we are not supposed to say. There's a book that is called Does Your Tongue Need Healing? The title of the book is Does Your Tongue Need Healing? Because that's where, that's where normally the problem is. What we keep saying. What we keep confessing. I don't know. The devil is after me. Why should the devil be after you? The Bible says that Jesus said I will build my church. Yes. I will build my church. I and the gates of hell shall not, be a, shall not prevail against it. So you are the one. We are the ones in. We are charging. We are attacking. We are on the offensive. We are attacking the gates of hell. Do you understand? Yeah, we are the ones attacking the gates of hell. Not the other way around. Not be chased by the devil. No. We are seated in authority. Yes. When Jesus ascended there. Listen. When Jesus rose from the dead. He didn't only rise from the dead. He also ascended. And when he ascended, he sat down on the right hand of authority. Okay? If you read in Romans, Romans chapter 8, you will see some. Romans chapter 8, verse 33. Look at Romans 8, 33. Who shall lay anything to the child of God's elect? It is God that, that justified. Who is he that condemned? It is Christ that died. Yea, rather, that is risen again. Who is even at the right hand? Of God, who also maketh intercession for us, is at the where the right hand. The, he didn't say the right hand side. He's not talking about play a position. He's talking about authority. The right hand is the place of authority. So Jesus is seated at the right hand of authority, which has to do with power, authority, exousia. You see, there's dunamis and then there's exousia. Okay, they are all words for power, but one means authority and one means inherent power. Okay, a macho man eh, can carry certain kilograms, okay, certain bags of cement and all of that. Okay, but a policeman may not be able to carry certain bags of cement. Or what do you think? If a policeman and a and a macho man should meet. Who arrests who? <laughs> uh, if the macho man has done something wrong and the policeman has come to arrest him, is the policeman afraid? No. Why is he not afraid? No. Because he has authority. He doesn't have to have the strength the macho man has. His shirt is more, more powerful than his strength. Yeah. And by his shirt, he can say you're under arrest. Yeah. yeah. Of course, in Ghana, if you're alone, they'll beat you. 
<laughs> Have you seen it? Yeah. I saw some policemen being beaten on the roadside. It's not supposed to be like that. Yeah, but it's happening. But the shirt of the policeman carries so much power. In Ghana, we call them a buying. Have you heard of a buying? Government. We call them government. A buying, and they will say, yeah. Because all the power of the government is behind him. Yeah. The authority that Jesus has in is above all. Let me show you something. Ephesians, once again. Ephesians chapter, chapter 4. Verse 19, once again. Have you learned anything since I started talking? Did I say Ephesians 4? Ephesians 1, not 4. It cannot be 4. Oh. 1. Verse 19. Oh. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us, what we believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead? And set him where? Set him where? You see, he's not saying at his own right hand side, at his own right hand, in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power. All principality responds to his authority, all power responds to his authority. All might responds with authority. All dominion responds with authority. Then it says, and every name. Every name that is named, that can be named. Anything that has a name responds to the name of Jesus Christ. Because all authority. Eh? The Bible says that Jesus has been made heir of all things. Everything responds to him. And every name that is named, not only in this world or in this age, but also in the ages to come. Have you seen it? Yes. He has headship, rulership, authority over all things. And all his authority is vested in his name. Philippians chapter 2, verse 5. Let this man be in you, which was also in Christ. Who being equal with God, who being the form of God, sorry, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. Verse 8. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Verse 9. Wherefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, at the mention of the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. Of things in heaven, everything in heaven responds to that name. And of things in earth and under the earth. And guess what? Jesus, after getting his name above all names, a name by which all things are, <coughs> are controlled. It's like the remote control for all things. He handed the remote control over to us. Glory. So when you're praying, you say, in the name of Jesus. You know what you're talking about? When you say, in the name of Jesus. You are making requests in the, in the stead of Christ. Yeah, everything must respond to you. Why? We share in his authority. We are seated. We are not standing. We are seated with him in heavenly places at the right hand of authority. And all his authority is our authority. When we say to the devil, stop, he has to stop. 
When we say to this, come, it has to come. When we say to this, go, it has to go. Authority has to do with commanding for things to happen. When you say it's happening. That is our life. I don't know if you have learned anything inside that thing. Yeah. I feel I've give, you have taken too much for tonight. Yeah. Hallelujah. Number five, nourishment. Okay, one of the benefits of being in the body of Christ is nourishment. Nourishment. No me, no me, eh? No me, no me. <laughs> no me five. Yes. No me five. Nourishing. Ephesians chapter five. For no man ever yet hated his own flesh. Verse 29. But let's read 28. So ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. For no man ever yet hated his own flesh, but nourisheth and cherisheth it, even as the Lord the church. For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. The Lord nourishes his church. One of the benefits of being a part of the body of Christ is nourishing, nourishment by the head. Do you see? Nourishment. Making sure. Joe, make it. How do you nourish yourself? Now, what I'm going to say is very important. I'll just say it and then maybe we'll close or we'll continue. You never know. Nourishment. Nourishment. Say nourishment. Nourishment. How do you give nourishment to your body? By eating, isn't it? Eating the right things. You are conscious of making sure there are some, you have a balanced diet. No result. I mean, when you, you get to a certain level in your life and you have, you have a certain type of luxury, uh, Archbishop Ampofu said that you don't eat what is available. You eat what you want, isn't it? Jesus is on a level where he eats what he wants. Okay? So one of the things, one of the benefits of being the body of Christ is that Jesus gets you nourished through his word. Jesus provides the right meal for you. Okay? For your growth and your nourishment and your development. He provides the right milk, the right meat, the right beef, the right everything for you to grow. That is why we've, we've been teaching you concerning quiet time, Bible study and all of that because that is how Christ takes care of you. Jesus has a responsibility towards us. And his responsibility towards us is to nourish us. Why? Because we are his body. So he nourishes every day. There's a meal that he provides. Give us this day our daily bread. It's both physical and spiritual. There's a daily bread that Jesus has for you and for me. Okay? Now, when you sit down to read... And you ask, one of the things you should do, you see, learn to ask the Holy Spirit. I've, I shared this in church. Learn to ask. Holy Spirit, help me. Should I show you my notes? Should I show you my notes? Do you want to know my notes? Yes. You are interested? Yes. Okay, I'm come to show you my notes. Are you sure you are interested? Yes. Ten benefits of being a member of the body of Christ. Number one, oneness with the Godhead. Do you see any scripture there? No. Number two, joint airship. Do you need to see any scripture there? No. Number three, joint victory. Do you see any scripture there? 
John chapter 3. Do you see anything? Nourishment. I'm not nourishing now. Do you see any scripture there? This is what I've been preaching to you since I came in the afternoon. This is my note. Yes, this is my note. Are you seeing the note? All the things I've preached, this is my note. This is what yeast. This is my notes. This is it. From here to here. <laughs> it's not from my head. It's from the Holy Spirit. I, I'm just trying to prove a point to you. Can you see my notes? You can see it. This is my notes. Can you see 10 benefits? Are you seeing it? Hallelujah. Now, I've not been well in my body. I've been too tired. You know, I've been moving around. For this year, I've not really had a certain kind of break. So, this week I broke down. I couldn't. There's nothing wrong with me, but I can't move. You get it. And I was in doubt of coming to come and preach. As of this morning, I was, not, I was still not in shape. So, I didn't know whether I could make it. You see. But I've been asking the Lord to help me. To come and do what I, that's why when I finish preaching, I left because I can't even relate. When I finish, it will, I, will, I may go back to that part because you need faith to work on that side. <laughs> the anointing is for these things. There's an anointing to teach, there's an anointing to preach, and that's what I'm functioning with. When I take the microphone, it comes on me, and I'm able to do what I'm supposed to do. Do you get it? Now, I, I'm saying all that to let you know this that you need to learn to ask the Holy Spirit for help. Okay? When you open your Bible, don't just read. It's like we are doing a no, ask for help. Dear Holy Spirit, help me. When I stood up, I, when I stood up, the first thing I said when I was going to come and take the mic, when I was coming, dear Holy Spirit, help me. If you, if you notice, you will see it on my lip. I'll just be saying something. Dear Holy Spirit, help me. I'll just be, help me, help me. Share what I'm supposed to say. Say what you need to say to your people. Yeah. And when I finish and I sit down, I'll say thank you to him. Thank you. Hey, you preached a very power. I didn't know you had all these things inside. Wow, look at what you shared. Man, I was moved. It's really moved. What a message. What a word. And I'll just thank him. There is a meal for every one of us every day. Every day. Everybody. You see, and when you don't get that meal, you start starving yourself. You become starved spiritually. You see, you become starved spiritually. When I wake up in the morning, I don't just take my Bible and read it. There's a portion of my, or there's a play, I'm always reading. I mean, look, that's why I'm quoting a lot of verses. I said, well, let's go to Luke 22. I'm reading Luke. Do you see? Huh. But as I'm reading the Luke, you'll be shocked at what the Holy Spirit will be showing me. Because every time when I, Lord, show me. And he will show me, what's the meal you have for me today? Even when I'm not, I'm really exhausted, I'll still read something. I'll spend 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 40 minutes, or one hour, or two hours, if I can, just so that I can be nourished, so that I can receive. You see, because if, if your body is not nourished there, you will develop quash your core and those things. You have all kinds of things coming in. What? Ulcer, scurvy, beriberi, do you know berry berry? You have a lot of berries in your life. Berry berry. There's nourishment though. 
Let me show you a verse. Can I show you a verse? Because this is very important. Okay? Colossians. Yeah, because if there are points, then you should know that there are, there's expansion for it. The most important thing are the points. <laughs> hmm? Yet I have notes that you, it's unending. There are, notes that, there are notes that I have that I have never preached. Because it's too detailed. Plenty. Is this not always my notes? Don't say that, hey, they have to keep notes like this. No. It's for a reason, okay? Colossians chapter 1 once again. Hallelujah. Wow. You love the Lord. Hmm. Chapter 2, rather. Colossians chapter 2. Let's read from verse 18. Let no man beguile you of your reward in voluntary humility and worshipping of angels. He says, don't get into worshipping of angels. Eh? Intruding into those things which he has not seen, vainly puffed up by his fleshly mind, and not holding the head. Hmm? He says, instead of holding onto the head, put the two verses together. Let no man beguile you of your reward in a voluntary humility. Someone can take your reward from you and rob your reward, your eternal reward from you by leading you. Amplified. Amplified of verse 18. It's very important. Listen to the right things. Don't just go onto social media and be checking who is saying what. Be careful. Let no one defraud you. Someone can defraud you. By acting as an umpire or referee. And declaring you unworthy and disqualifying you for the prize. A human being can disqualify you from the prize. Insisting on self-abasement and worship of angels. Taking a stand on visions he claims he has seen. Vainly puffed up by the sensuous notions and inflated by his unspiritual thoughts and fleshly conceits. Do you understand that? There are people around who are misbehaving. Seeing all kinds of things. They have missed it. Why? Because they don't hold the head. They are not connected to the head. Who is the head? The body. Who is the head of the body? Who is the head of the body? Who is the head of the body? Jesus is the head of the body, isn't it? We must hold on to Jesus. You see, all the parts of your body eh, are directly or indirectly connected to your head. Have you heard of the nervous system before? What is the central communicating place of the nervous system? The way? Where is the brain found? In your head, isn't it? Your head eh, is connected to every single... Is that a bat? Batman has come to church. <laughs> it's born again. Go to the next verse. And not holding fast to the head. You must hold fast to the head. From whom the entire body supplied and knit together by means of its joints and ligaments grows with a growth that is from God. There's a growth that is from God. Look at the King James. The King James says this in a certain way. Having nourishment eh, and not holding the head. From which? From the head. The body by joints and bands. Having nourishment ministered. And knit together, increased with the increase of God. 
It is nourishment and knitting together that causes increase. There's the increase of God. There's not every increase that is from God. There's the increase of God. Your growth can be of God or it can be of something else. There are people who think that they are growing the Lord, but they are actually not growing. They are growing in demonic things because they are dabbling in spiritual things, in spiritism. What is your, how do you even say it? WK, whatever, whatever. What is your business trying to find the names of certain angels? What, what? What naming ceremony is that? What naming ceremony is that? You are doing naming ceremony of angels. Have you heard of Hamahel? The angel in charge of Hamas. <laughs> the hammer you need to break the chain that is binding your family. There's a hammer, special hammer. One, one lady went to a certain church and the pastor said, you, you know, everybody was to buy a key, a padlock with this key before they enter the auditorium. And the padlock is sold at the entrance of the church. And you buy padlock, that padlock can be sold at three cities in the market, but they are selling it for 50 cities. Or you buy with the key and then you come and then they pray. Certain types of prayers, you lock the padlock with the key. You throw the key Eh? You, you throw the padlock into a septic tank and then you throw the key into, a sea, into the sea. So wherever you have to find a sea and put it into the sea. You see, and it is a show of spiritual knowledge. Do you understand what I'm saying? Or oh, you don't understand what I'm saying? Like, it's like when you know those things, you are very high. <laughs> Worship. You are a joke. You are, you are increasing with the increase of demons and not increasing with the increase of God. There's the increase of God and there's the increase of demons. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Doubling in uh, how to pray with the trees, how to pray with the sun and the moon. How to talk to the moon and have the moon under your foot. And how to have dust. You, you, you how to, the mystery of dust. The mystery of salt. The mystery of kapha. The mystery of oil. The mystery of what? The sea. The mystery of the sea. The mystery of, hey. Ah, it's like you don't know what I'm talking about. Do you know what I'm talking about? Have you been hearing it around? You know. They are those who are doubling in Judaism. Now they are celebrating Passover in church. They are celebrating Hanukkah in church. Do you know Hanukkah? They are celebrating the sin, some things. Sika Gary. <laughs> hmm. He said, Paul starts by saying that don't let any man eh, deceive you. Maybe you should see more. Go to verse 16. Let no man therefore judge you in meat or in drink or in respect of an holy day. It's like, oh, this, is a, this is a holy day. You are supposed to be dressed in a certain way. There are churches that have, they have things. They do a certain kind of decoration. They say they are celebrating something. Different Jewish festivals. Feast of trumpets. Feast of Tabernacles. Hey, you don't know, eh? God has God has helped you. So don't go. Don't think that that is 
It's like it's real spiritual maturity. It's nonsense. It's spiritual nonsense. Hmm? He's going to show. These are verses that cancel those things out. Shoot. By one verse. He says, let no man therefore judge you in meat or drink or in respect of an holy day or of the new moon or of the Sabbath days. So there are those who celebrate new moons. Every month, there's a, a month, the month represents something and the, the week represents, this is the week of special week is this. Please. That's, this, this is for the Jews. He says, be careful. Next verse. Which are a shadow of things to come, but the body is of Christ. All the things that happened in the Old Testament were shadow. The reality of the shadow is Jesus Christ. If Sandra is sitting here, her shadow is here. Come, come, come stand up and let me see something. This is Sandra's shadow, isn't it? Now, I want to talk to Sandra and I'm talking to her shadow. Sandra, how are you? I really want to, I want to see you. I want to have a chat with you. So, uh-huh, so is this, when Sandra is standing here, you are relating with the shadow. There's something wrong with you. The human being is here. Jesus is the body. Do you see? He's a manifestation and the conglomeration of all the feasts that were celebrated in the Old Testament. You don't need to be celebrating feasts today when Jesus has come. Relate with Jesus. Talk to Jesus. Not feasts. Not sacrifices. Are you seeing what I'm talking about? Ah. Which are a shadow of things to come, but the bodies of Christ, the realities of Christ. Next verse. Verse 18. Then he says, let no man beguile you because they are actually defrauding you. Of your reward in a voluntary humility. We don't understand. Voluntary humility. Do you have TPT, any of those things? I think it will show you properly. TPT. The passion translation. It's passionate. Don't. Hey, don't let anyone disqualify you. From your prize. Don't let your, their pretended sincerity fool you. As they deliberately lead you into their initiation of angel worship. This thing is happening practically in Ghana. Practically. But you see, these days, the Christians who have come here, they don't care how you get the results. All they want is the results. Even when you mention that you are working with a certain type of angel. One man of God mentioned a particular angel. And said, this, this, is which is a, a, a demonic angel, a court's angel. And the people are still there. Plenty. Hello? I don't know. I, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. If you don't know, it's fine. If you know, it's fine. For they take pleasure in pretending to be experts of something they know nothing about. Their reasoning is meaningless and comes only from their own opinions. Be careful. Tell them, be careful. Instead of listening to the messages you are supposed to listen to, a friend will come and tell you there's a certain man of God who is talking about the zodiac signs. Are you Cancer or Capricorn? Or you are Sagittarius? Ah, you are Sagittarius. Then this is your your temperament. What? Don't drink milk on Mondays. Nonsense. Hey, brother. You are tired. Don't get married to who? To this type of people. People who are born on this man. You are not compatible. Demons are teaching people and they are taking it. Are you in the church or you have gone home? You are here. 
The reason why they have gone off is because they don't hold on to next verse, verse 19. They refuse to take hold of the true source. The true source. Who is the true source? Jesus is the true source. But we receive, we receive directly from him. And his life supplies vitality into every part of his body through the joining ligaments connecting us all as one. He is the divine head who guides his body and causes it to grow by the supernatural power of God. Are you seeing it? Not holding the body by whom we receive nourishment. Listen, like I said, your head, your brain is what communicates to every part of your body for your body to relate and do the things that it does. Without the head, you are a joke. Every morning, you must wake up and sit with Jesus Christ. Open the Bible. Tell him, Lord, show me what to read. What do you have for me this morning? Not listening to things you are not supposed to listen to. Are you in a church? Yeah. Yeah. That is how you receive nourishment. Talking to Jesus. Jesus is all and in all. All knowledge is in Jesus. All wisdom is in Jesus. Quiet time is very powerful. It's very powerful. That's how you receive nourishment from God. Yeah, that's how you receive. God will speak to you personally. Speak to your heart personally. And you will see that you are receiving nourishment from the head. And you are at peace. And you can, you can serve the way God wants you to serve. Do you see? Yes. You can serve the way God wants you to serve. Without holding on to the head, you will lose a lot of things. You'll be deceived. You'll be deceived. Many people have been deceived. Anything that does not talk about Jesus Christ is is a lie from the pit of hell. I tell you. He's the center of it all. He's everything. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many of you understand what I'm talking about? By him we receive nourishment. And it comes through the ligaments. The bands and the ligaments. Go back to that place. King James, please. Eh? And not holding the head from which all the body, everybody in the body is supplied. Eh? By which all the body by joints and bands. Who are the joints and the bands? The joints and the bands are the men of God that he has put, he has authored in his body. Not the fake people. The ones he has authored. Listen, in this church, you hear me mention some people's names. I'm not joking with you. Don't cross to go in just anywhere. Oh, please, I mentioned, I mentioned Bishop Dag's name. Have you heard me mention Bishop Dag's name? It's safe. Oh. It's safe. Oh. Have you heard of me, me mentioning Reverend George's name before? Yeah. You are safe. Oh. Have you heard me mentioning Kenneth Hagin's name before? Yeah. You are safe. Oh. You are what? Safe. You are, you'll be very safe. Have you heard me mention T.L. Osborne's name before? Yeah. You are safe if you are reading T.L. Osborne's books. You have you are supplying ligament. There's a great band that you are joined to. There's a great joint you are joined to. Are you in the church? Have you heard me mentioning ooh, ooh, Bishop Oedepo before? Have you heard me mention Bishop Oedepo before? Oh, great band, great ligament. You'll be fine. Have you heard me mention Pastor Chris before? Pastor Chris or You've heard me mentioning great band, great ligament. Kenneth Copeland, great band, great ligament. Derek Prince, great band, great ligament. Eh? Who else? I mentioned different, different people. There's one Israel, but there are many tribes. Isn't it? There's one Israel, but there are many what? Tribes. There's a tribe for priesthood. What's the name of that tribe? Levi. 
If you are not from that tribe, you cannot be a priest. No matter how powerful you are. If you try, you are cursed. That's it. There's a tribe for kingship. What tribe is that? Judah. Every tribe has its own responsibility. Its own rights. Its own whatever. In the same way in the church, there are lines. <laughs> there are lines in the body of Christ. Though. There are those who have gone off. And there are those who are on. They are online. They are those who are offline. Hmm? You want to be safe? Join the line that I'm telling you to join. There's a line, there's a line I flow with. That's why I'm standing where I'm standing. And that's, what I, that's the line I'm mentioning to you. Hmm? The line of faith. The line of, I'll, I'll mention uh, Idahosa, Adeboye. Hmm? Isn't it? I don't know why you want to listen to something else. There are some names I don't mention. It's not because I don't know they are there. But that is not the line. I don't know what they are saying. That's not the line I've been told to go on. If you are here, there's a band. I'm, I'm, I'm a band. I'm a joint. Listen to what is being said. All the things I've preached, you may not know it. You need to listen. And listen. There are things we've been preaching. Yes, you don't know it. Listen. Instead of going to, like, you have found a certain book that a friend recommended for you that talks about cost, co- what? Constellations. Constellations. Finding your hidden path in the constellations. Are you, are you okay? Which constellations are you talking about? Have we finished talking about Jesus Christ and we are going to talk about constellations? So the blessing of nourishment is found in the body of Christ when you are connected to the head. When you connect yourself to the head properly, you see that nourishment is coming to you. Don't, listen, a lot of Christians are confused because they have mixed a lot of things they have mixed. I've I, I prophetized them. I've brought prophetized them to you every year for many years. He's coming on 26. Listen, if you are listening to, if you are listening to prophetized them, you have not done anything wrong. You are doing the right thing. All these people, wonderful people, that I have introduced to you, that I listen to and have blessed me over the years. I don't know why you want to now come and listen to something. You know what you are listening to. That you are not supposed to be listening to. You know what you are reading. That you are not supposed to be reading. That is why you are confused. Confused as to which prayer to pray. And whether demons are chasing you or you are chasing the demons. Tomorrow morning, I'll talk about the responsibilities that we have. I've showed you many benefits, isn't it? What's point number one? One S with what? Number two. Number three. Number two is what? Joint airship. Number three is what? Victory. Number four is what? Authority. Number five is what? Number six is cherishing or care. Okay, but I'm not going to talk about it. Number seven is divine expression. Number eight is headship. I'll tell you number nine and ten tomorrow. Hallelujah. Number eight is headship. Number seven is divine expression. So tomorrow I'll talk about number eight and number um, number eight, nine, and ten. But I'm sure I'll end up. I'll end at number eight and number nine. Number seven is what? 
divine expression. And number eight is what? Headship. Okay? I've spoken about this in a certain way. I'll tell you number nine and number ten tomorrow. Okay? You see, it's not my notes. It's not crystallized yet. So God told me ten. Ten benefits. But I have eight. The rest have not come. I'm sure by morning it will come. When it comes, you hear from my angels by morning. Hallelujah. Hmm. So tomorrow, I'm going to talk about the life of the body. How the body works. When I talk about divine expression. Okay? Uh, that, that's all I'm going to talk about tomorrow. Divine expression. And how it happens. Like I said in the afternoon, if the head wants to go this way and the legs refuse to carry it to the place, no matter how powerful the head is, the head cannot get there on its own. Yes. As much as, as powerful as Jesus is, Jesus cannot also do a lot of things without us. Can you imagine? That Jesus cannot do a lot of things without you. Are you a part, are you a part of the member of, are you a member of the body of Christ? How many of you know you are members of the body of Christ now? Wow. And then as a member, you have a part to play. If the, if the head wants to move here to go to Prisla and you are the left leg and you are not moving, we'll be compelled to move like this to take a longer time to get here, isn't it? But if the left leg was working like the right leg was working, we'll work comfortably. We'll accomplish more if the left leg is also working. If you are the hand, if you are the right hand and we want to go and touch, my dear, what's your name? Alexis, yes, I remember. You mentioned your name to me on Sunday. We are going to want to touch Alexis. And then the legs are working. We get to Alexis and they want to touch Alexis' head. And it's not working. Alexis will not get the benefit he's supposed to get because the right hand decided not to work. Do you get it? All of us are members of the body of Christ. All of us have a part to play. When we don't do what we are supposed to do, the body of Christ does not work as it's supposed to work. And then it is not accomplished. There's a part you have. Can you imagine? So you have to be able to do a little bit more. If you're able to do a little bit more, you will accomplish more. Yes. Because the, in, in all the power and all the authority of Christ, and the Godhead, they only receive expression through the body. The head only receives expression through the body. So when the body does not do what what it's supposed to do, all the side can be willing to do what it's supposed to do, but one side may not be doing what it's supposed to do, and we we cannot accomplish what you're supposed to accomplish, because one side has decided to not work. So tomorrow I'm going to talk about 1 Corinthians chapter 12, from verse 7. All the way down to verse 29. Okay? You see it. If the eye says I'm not of the body, is it not really of the body? We are going to talk about all those things. I think it would be very nice. If I have more time, then I'll go into properly the helps ministry because that's what everything is about. All that I'm going to say tomorrow is about the helps ministry. So, God should give us tomorrow morning. What do you think? Father, thank you for what you have said to us. Thank you for your blessing. I think the Lord has said so many nice things to us. Let's just thank him. I want us to just thank him. 
Yes, let's just thank him for what he has said. In the next two minutes. Oh, Lagadabai. God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastoti podcast. Simply search for Pastoti on any podcast app. Plug in and enjoy God's word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless.